This is Dunbar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is Dr. Head. And this is... And you are listening to... All right, all right. We're going back to the 1980s and science fiction movies history thereof. This is your supreme host, Professor Feather. The ultimate, the ultimate. We're going to talk about movies, science fiction movies in the 1980s. We left off many moons ago in 1985. 1980s are just rife with science fiction movies. I mean, there's just a plethora of them. And we're going to talk about every one of them in this episode. Anyway, we're starting out at 1986. So 1986 was kind of an interesting year. I look at it as the year of the really fucking awful remakes. But we can talk about that as we go along. So I'm just going to let it go and open it up. What do you guys think about the mo- You know, we're, we're in the mid-80s now. You know, mullets abound. Well, what do you think? This is your host, Midnight Gadfly Deluxe. Uh, I would say that uh, you hated The Fly, the remake that came out in 1986. That's the only one that was halfway decent. All right, then. All right, that's but all I had to right. say. But there was a couple that were pretty, pretty bad. Howard the Duck? Mars. We oh, had oh, Howard oh, the oh. Duck? Yeah, Howard the That wasn't a remake. That was just a bad movie. <laughs> oh, that's not true. You know, I actually kind of liked Howard the Duck. I don't care what anybody oh. says. I kind of liked it. It's, when I Leah, first saw it, kind of liked it. Leah Thompson. Thompson. Leah Thompson yeah. looks wonderful. That She has yes. the best scene in the world. Yes. Right hey, there. Hey. That's the scene I've watched most and that's, often. And that makes it worth the, that makes the movie good. Yes. Over and over and over and yes, over. And I broke. Over. I stretched my VHS tape out. <laughs> it's like wah wah wah. Oh, Leah Thompson. <laughs> oh, Leah Thompson. Didn't she have like oh. a, a sitcom later on in life? Carolina in the City, right? All right, that's it. Yeah, she was, a, she was a cartoonist, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. Leah Thompson, Howard the Duck. All right, so what's one of the what's one of the bad remakes? Little Shop of Horrors. That was terrible. Directed by Frank Oz. Oh, that is a horrible movie. Why, you know, that the original is good. Why do you need to remake it with, you know, it just there was no reason. It's my it's my pet peeve about remakes. You know, there's just usually no reason to remake a movie. The only one is if the technical abilities are better and can enhance the original movie, but I wouldn't say that was the case in Little Shop of Horrors because it had an absolutely horrible script. And I don't care what anybody says, Frank Oz wasn't that great of an of a director. So there you go. He has made some pretty fun movies. Well, he did. Like what about Bob? I really like uh, both yeah. Bowfinger. The Bowfinger's good. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll give you Bowfinger. Yeah. <laughs> you better. You better. <laughs> I was about ready to throw down, man. <laughs> but Invaders from Mars, the Tobe Hooper remake, I, you know, there again, I guess it's okay. Uh, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I was trying to be nice to it, you know, um, and especially to the original. The original just is, and here again, I guess that's the patina of, of time and age, you know, has 
put Invaders from Mars in a special place in my heart. And to remake it is almost a blasphemy to me. So I, there you go. I said it. I've come out. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, they were trying. I mean, they really tried, at least for the look of that dream yeah. realm with yeah. the crooked tilt and the lighting he was and casting it, his own kid that was just... yeah i mean they they tried but i, I agree with you uh feather it, it wasn't good i mean i love the original um and i i wanted to like the remake but uh it was kind of empty it all the sets look like sets it looked like they were trying really hard and maybe that's what it was it was more it was more uh style without substance you know and, and yeah and with no real reason you know, mm-hmm. um, and that, to me, that's, you know, there ha- should be a reason to remake a movie other than pure fucking corporate greed or not even corporate. Mm-hmm. Let me take it back. Just pure greed, you know, that, which is usually the main motivator behind every remake. Um, you know, that's yeah, with, obviously within a couple so, exceptions, but, like the thing, I think managed to to get capture the yeah, original and the, story and well, the effects were wonderful and the remake of not, the the uh, oh, the pod people um what, what the invasion hell? of the body snatchers invasion of the body snatchers oh, i thought was also very effective no, yeah. as a remake you know but i, I thought it was i thought it was okay you know because it updated it to a, a large degree you know and, and made it you know although you know when you know the original what it's all about and everything mm-hmm. it, it t- totally kind of subverts all of that uh, uh subtext but and to come back to 1986 though, and uh, Cronenberg's The Fly, I will get that. Now I like that. I love the original, love the original. But this isn't the case where the the technology kind of comes forth. And and what the hell? I mean, this is David Cronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and uh, uh, what is it? Gold uh, Gold Bloom or whatever? Or what? Jeff Jeff, yeah. Jeff Gold. It, yeah. That's you brilliant, did it, you son of a bitch! Yeah. You did it. Yeah, you. Well, it's a uh, brilliant casting him as a fly because he actually looks and kind of moves like a fly a lot of times. He's got oh, that. Oh, he's, he's great. He's yeah. great. I love the regurgitation <laughs> scene. Oh, you want some dinner? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. Oh, I remember being. Rep- I mean repulsed in the most magnificent way the first time I saw this movie because of the, the special effects. And at the time, I was looking into becoming a special effects makeup artist. So I was really watching this with glee and just horror. Like, oh my God, they are really pushing these boundaries and the grotesqueness of it. Mm-hmm. And that still stands up. I mean, it really, really does. Because um, I'm a huge fan of the original. And uh, so, but yeah, I agree. This It's a, it's a delightful delightfully gory and, and gooey remake yeah of of 86 it is one of my like gotta be like top three films that that was the first time that i hit a remake where and i'm with you guys i love the original but whole that this cronenberg's fly is is was like a revelation to me it was like it, it took that source material stayed pretty true to it but just took it in some different directions which was just mind-blowing to me and i remember walking out of that and same with you dr head <laughs> it was gleefully disgusting and and it, and it has one of the things that i hate in movies if anybody breaks an arm or a leg and there's bone that comes out i <laughs> i will squeal like a pig right there it's like oh i was like and you see you know the the, the setup is happening with the the arm wrestling i'm thinking Oh no! Don't do it. They did it. I'm like, ah, oh, goddamn it! Popcorn goes flying. It's like, son of a bitch. 
<laughs> exploit of exploit but yeah oh oh my god that <laughs> i still have the soundtrack to that movie <laughs> on, the on breaking bones thing. all the crunching sounds <laughs> yeah, is that what you got is there a whole sound of that just four minutes like <laughs> but also what a when, when and then to find out that mel brooks produced this i mean it's <laughs> like wait what <laughs> so, holy crap this is like brooks film i didn't put two and two together until uh sometime later and i found out mel brooks was behind that i'm like of course. Well, they is. had to cut the song out. Springtime for Goldblum <laughs> for Brundlefly. <laughs> I'm scrambling my atoms, mixing them together. <laughs> Throw a little fly in. Let's see where it goes. Yeah, well, there's a case of you know just a, a great a great director, you know, with 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 mm-hmm. a definitely um, skewed vision, and he has you know he has a pretty if you think about it a pretty tight vision in throughout almost all of his movies. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was a, a, a really good remake though. He, uh, what else came out in 86 aliens, aliens. <laughs> which is yeah. Science fiction, science fantasy. I consider it but... science action. Oh, science it's, action. Yeah. It's a roller coaster. You <laughs> yeah, know, it I is. mean, it's the alien was the haunted house in space the exploration yeah. the dark and gloomy foreboding like what's out there and now we know what's out there but it's in greater numbers and we are like thrown headlong into it um yeah and then if you ever see the director's cut of aliens which is like 40 minutes longer totally worth it um yeah this is a great movie i i just i just love this but now when i hear like you know with the time and sensibility i wonder if like marines today or even then <laughs> Hearing what the colonial space marines, how they were, and kind of wimping out on some of these things. I wonder if they were like appreciative or like, we're the fucking marines, man. We're not going to talk like that. Come on. But, uh, yeah, what a what a wonderful. Well, hey, somebody's got to say it. Come on, somebody's got to say it. Game over, man. Game thank over. You, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. We'll be appearing at the Hilton in downtown Wauseon. Would you not forget? Also, great cast. Yeah, well, in, yeah. In, did yeah. you know that uh, in Aliens... Except for Paul Reiser. I'm sorry, I don't like Paul Reiser. So I, I really just don't perfect. like him. I don't think he's... It's perfectly he's cast, though. He is perfectly cast because yeah. I hate him so much yeah. that it exactly. just right in. You know? yeah. That rodent-faced Reiser, right? Is <laughs> yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes, you know he's going to be a weasel. You what? know. If you haven't seen Kaminsky uh, Method on, I think it's on Netflix, which yeah, he, he has, he's in the second season. He plays this older guy that's balding and, and is marrying, like, uh, what's his face, his young daughter. Um, and so he's like the same age as, uh, as the father. He's great. I didn't even recognize him for like two episodes. I'm like, why is that guy so familiar? Because <laughs> they have him so just like, and he doesn't look like this in real life. I thought maybe he had like completely changed or something, but yeah. But anyway, with Aliens, did you know that Hicks was originally going to be uh, played by James Remar? Um, oh, and and really? a lot, you actually see James Remar as Hicks in a couple of spots that they had already shot before he got fired um, because he got caught uh, buying smack in London. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so they said, "Yeah, step into our office. You're fired." Come on, he's um, a movie star. He shouldn't have to buy it. Yeah. And, and... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I'm thinking of that. What was it? The was is it with the, the one holiday movie where uh, the guy Bill Nye plays the music and he the, the musician, the aging musician. Love actually. Oh, love, love actually. actually. Goes, yes. This is your uncle Billy. Become a singer. Don't don't do drugs. Don't buy drugs. Become a singer, and they'll give them to you for free. <laughs> That's right. Yes. And uh, my favorite line is like, "Who was your best shag?" Britney Spears. 
No, I'm just joking. She was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, well, we also had our uh, Star Wars uh, holiday special of the 1986 era. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And that was the Coke fueled yeah, <laughs> maximum overdrive. <laughs> Stephen King's uh, oh, movie <laughs> directing. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, maximum overdrive came mm-hmm. out in 86. Which I don't, is, uh, you know, there again, I don't necessarily consider that science fiction. I know, but um, it's technology. Yeah, you know, it, it's technology, so I guess that's why it's included. <laughs> Short circuit. John Badham. Interesting movie. Interesting mm-hmm. movie. I thought I actually kind of liked it. I, I liked it, it too. It's robots. Short circuit. Mm-hmm. Well, that leads us yes. into Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall. Oh, Chopping Mall. Yes, yes. Right. Oh, Which is I, a short yes. circuit with boobies. And That's <laughs> true. <laughs> no, Chopping Mall is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. There, and the, though I forget the woman's name who's in it. Um, maybe it's Kelly Maroney, but she does the big, um, you know, the big circuit. You know the the, the uh, con circuit, and uh, which is kind of awesome. So, yeah, I've seen that movie twice, or yeah, two times I think, and it's every bit as bad as you want it to be, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, chopping yeah. yeah. ball, and then critters was uh, that was critters. critters. Yes, kill crates. <laughs> yeah, critter critters is pretty bad, also. It's awesome. Yes. That movie's great. Yeah, I, but. <laughs> M. M. at Walsh. I saw it last year. M. Yeah. at Walsh. That's all you got to yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it last year for the first time. I think Critters. I liked the first like... one, and I thought it was fun. Yeah. yeah, the first one is great. It's it's just it's your it's a solid B movie, but it it's and it's a fun it's a fun kind of twist on the show. Looking fun at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, yeah. I, I love that movie. I think we'd be amiss uh, or remiss if we did not mention Deadly Friend, another type of robot movie. Yeah, Wes Craven. Uh, Wes Craven, right? Christy Swanson. Um, It has one of the best kill scenes, I think, in cinematic history. Um, What's the scene? Where where Christy Swanson uh, takes a basketball and throws it at the old lady who was cranky (laughs) earlier. And her head just explodes. (laughs) Uh, And then she just, like, runs around in the room like a chicken with his head cut off. Like, flopping around. And then there's a close-up of Christy Swanson's face. And you can see, like, she's trying not to laugh. But she's, like, got a grin on her face, like, oh, my God, I'm going to piss my pants. You know, and I'm just thinking, like, they just made it look so horribly obvious that there's this little person inside running around carrying this torso. Um, yeah, it's the best scene. It's one of my favorites. You can just put it on a reel. Billy Barty. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, you just watch it over and over again. And uh, yeah, it's 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 fantastic. <laughs> Shit movie, but that's a great scene. Yep, um, so what about the, the, the edition of the Star Trek movie? Uh, which one is that for? Is that the funny? Is that the one with the, the whales? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that one. And her Nimoy directed it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I like that one. Did. Yeah. Too much LDS in the 60s. <laughs> That's right. Yes. That yeah. was one of the better ones. And it, yeah. it had a had a very amusing script. Yeah. It did. It was, it, it reminded yes. me a lot of the season one where they return back to Earth. And there's the one where Terry Gar is in. Yeah. She's working on an Air Force base. Um, and yep. that one also had a little bit of levity right. to it. Oh, but this, with, uh, Mr. Seven. Is that the one? Or what? It could have, could have been. Yeah, something, yeah, yeah, time yeah. traveling. Yeah. yeah, back to Earth. Um, 
Gary but yeah, that's I, I do love this one I, of all the movies. I mean, Star Trek Two is awesome because you know Khan. We're gonna be Ricardo Montalban. Come on, man. Um, yeah, hey, I like I like one. So one's great. I, I love. I one do here. too. I I can't. I don't like it, but I'll watch it every goddamn time it's on. I I put myself through like there's something <laughs> that's kind of comforting about this mediocrity, and a 45 minutes I of traveling through a cloud that kind of make I know like I can't I can't describe I can't explain why but I I will watch it I will watch it every time it's on and I'm there's a comforting factor to it that I can't describe like it's not that good it's really slow and not a whole lot happens but I kind of can't stop watching it so I don't that's know that's probably that means. why I liked it because it it was more science fiction yes. hard science fiction yeah. and you know and here again you know hard science fiction doesn't and that's you know uh, doesn't have to have a lot of action and a lot, you know, it's, it's what it's the content of, of the intellectual content and that, you know, and how that uh, translates to the physical. And that's why I liked it. That's why I liked one more than I, and I like them all. I, I, I like almost all of the star Trek movies. God um, country. No, and do not. Li- well, yeah, I didn't like it very well. There are a couple. Uh, I, I was not a fan of the TV show. I didn't like the TV show at all. Um, but once they started making movies, I, I liked it a little bit more. I think I think Shatner got more comfortable in in his acting, you know, and uh, he started becoming actually a good actor. And he's too paid. He's got one of the most. He's got one of the best toupees in the business. It's been good for for as long as well trained. Him and Ted well, Danson. Well, Ted Danson has a really good one too. He has a good one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, Shatner hey, has Ted Danson sitting down. on his head. Star Trek dancing, <laughs> leaning forward on William Shatner's head. St- uh, Star Trek One was prescient because they were in the cloud long before we were. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just un- as unreliable and dangerous. Yes. It, but, but it was it, it was it, but it was the cloud. It was storage data in a giant cloud. Okay, yeah. that's, that's true. Clever. So, expanding so that, expanding consciousness, right? Yeah. So, so that. What Dr. Head was saying. Well, one thing I discovered about um, the motion picture is that it panels better on the big screen. I I took I took Fez Jr. to see it and he had seen it before, uh, you know, at home on the TV because I have, I think, every copy known to man on various (laughs) media. Um, and so they, one of the theaters was showing it. And I'm thinking, I haven't oh, really? seen this. I haven't seen this in in a theater since '79. So <laughs> we went to see it, and we walked out of there. And Fez Junior's like, "That was much better on the big screen." I said, "Yeah, it's it's a yeah. big screen movie. It really, yeah, because mm-hmm. you know." He, he, all of those sweeping, yeah, like you said, yeah, it's like we're wasting a lot of time with these sweeping vista shots of the Enterprise and whatnot. But damn, when you get that on the big screen and you're still like, good God, that's really nice. I mean, yeah. these, these effects are just hold up so well. And, Soundtrack. And, well, yeah, oh, that's what helps. Smith, is amazing. Yes, that's oh, what yeah, helps. That's what helps that kind of like, I think that yeah. kind of gliding through all of that stuff is that just kind of magical. And in the theater, is you're right because it's surrounding you. I mean, it's just yeah, it's wonderful. It's, big. it's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 I agree with you, Feather. Uh, it, it's it's like the, one of the last of the hard science movies that we'll get from the '70s crossing into the '80s, where it's like pretty oh, it's much, not, yeah. It's not all pew pew pew, pew which <laughs> Star Wars had pretty much set the precedent and would take over, but. Because that, that, again, 70s were still my favorite for science fiction because we were going all over the place and we would kind of lose that crossing into the 80s. Uh, but we get a little bit of that in, in The Voyage Home. Where, really, 70s. <laughs> yeah, where, again, it's not all about the pew, 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 but it, it, we've, got yes. a message, we've got a message 
um, that we're trying to get across. And this time it's like, you know, um, well, it's it an intelligent script. Yeah. Conservation. Yeah. And Leonard Nimoy had the presence of, of mind to, you know, really, you know, uh, bring it to, you know, visualization. I, yeah. I, I think it's one of the better ones there. You know, there wasn't 86. Eh, what else was in 86? Night of the Creeps. Yeah, that's a good one. No, I'm saying I what like else Night was in 86? Creeps. Night of the Creeps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Night of the yeah. Creeps. I like that, that one. I thought Fred that was Jeffrey. a fun movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah Fred like comedy horror, Elvis. you know, science yeah. fiction horror, comedy, you know. Hey, Jones? No, it's not Tommy Jones. I you? got good news and bad news, ladies. What? Good news. Your dates are here. What? What's bad news? They're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. it, it had some good lines. Yeah, we also had uh, Stuart Gordon's From Beyond was pretty good. Um, oh, that's I'm a, true. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big oh, I, I love Stuart yes. Gordon's stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. <laughs> His yeah, I hadn't thought, thought about that movie in a while. Yeah, that came out in '86. Did oh. what the Beyond? Yep, yeah, from Beyond, yeah. from Beyond, yeah. Jeffrey Combs, hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Bar- yeah. Barbara Just Crampton. Barbara Crampton, you got anything with Barbara? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had some good animation uh, that year. We had Transformers, the movie. <laughs> you know? So. Yes. You know, with, with the death of a main character, it's still traumatic for people who are Transformers fans. <laughs> yeah. You know? And uh, what else was a good one? Well, you know, the Transformers movie. Yeah, I'm reading the little the blurb here. This is interesting. Leonard Nimoy did voice. Robert Stack. Judd Nelson, Orson Welles. That's interesting. He's up, they all did, isn't he optimistic? Or, or he's uh, he's the bad guy. So, what do you think his character? Was? I I I, Orson never, Welles. I don't think I've ever seen the movie. So, uh, I'm deep. That's my. I'm a vacuum. Yeah, Orson Welles was Unicron so, truck. Uni- yeah, <laughs> trying to think of the Orson Welles character. Orson Welles, have you ever heard that bit they have on what YouTube about him getting pissed off about the pee commercial that he has to keep doing? And you can tell he's already three sheets to the wind. Oh, the wine? With the, it's wine, yeah, but it's also there's yeah. a, there's oh, a frozen you know, pee. I saw the outtakes with the wine. <laughs> the wine's good, yeah. The frozen pee commercial is hilarious, though. All right, so do we have anything else to say about 1986? Hmm. Nothing that I remember. I mean, I remember seeing certain movies, but but nothing much about them. Like, you know, Project Echo is an anime. I remember enjoying that, you know, back in the day. Um, I remember seeing, uh, I don't know if I saw Zone Troopers. I remember hearing about it. The same thing with the Wraith movies. The like Wraith that. I've seen. Yeah, the Wraith. That, yeah. 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 I remember. This is all VHS stuff, it. too. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. we're talking 86. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right in the middle of yeah, 86. Yeah. So we were like, I remember Zone Troopers. As tapes, right, right, and the There's wraith. I saw the wraith as VHS, VHS tapes. tape too. Yeah, yeah. I think Night of Creeps. I saw as a. I think I saw that on the VHS tape. too. Yeah. Uh, what? A, what Flight of the Navigator. I I remember, oh yeah, I saw that in the theater. Actually. I actually kind of like that. I did too. Yeah, I thought that was a kind of a cool movie. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. That yeah, and cool and and that's 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 kind of good science, you know. You think it's, about it, it's 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 it is kind of a science. It's more yeah. what I would consider a science yeah. fiction movie, you know. 
I, See I, you I, later, I Navigator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's in a total child's fantasy. Yeah, you know, twelve-year-old exactly. kid gets to go yes. Yes. play his video game and save the earth at the same time. Yeah. You know, yes. meet aliens. I mean, come on, yeah. what twelve-year-old kid? Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. What was the what was the one that uh, had uh, was it uh, not River Phoenix but uh, uh, oh, Explorers Explorers that's the one Explorers I remember yes. seeing when, that I love that when one. did that, was, that come out that was earlier eighties I'm pretty sure wasn't it well yeah yeah it, been, yeah, it seems like it. yeah eighty five but yeah. eighty five oh. oh, we probably we probably yeah. talked about it in the last podcast yeah. which was a year ago yeah, I was gonna say over a year ago yeah <laughs> oh I remember that I remember exactly what we said <laughs> yeah oh. yeah good good for you. So we're on to 1987. I think so. Yeah, there's some good stuff in '87. '87 yeah. comes out with, with a few good, a few good movies. The Bad year. Taste. I'm going to bring taste. it up. Bad, <laughs> Bad Taste. Oh my Bad God! Peter taste. Jackson's best movie ever. Uh, best. I don't care. It's his best movie. But, um, and it's a it's but, that great combination of that science first fiction seen. and horror <laughs> and comedy. You know. Oh, it's brilliant. I remember. Seeing this movie before I knew, I think it was one of my, God, one of my residents when I was an RA in college, told me about this movie, and I had never heard of it, uh, never heard of Peter Jackson. I'm like, bad taste. He knew I was into horror. I'm like, I gotta watch this. He goes, yeah, it's it's like over the top insane. I'm like, yeah, okay, great. And I put it in, and that first scene where I'm like, oh my god, it just it's just like an oh my god moment throughout the whole <laughs> whole movie, just laughing, and there's so much gore. It is so gory. And, and funny about when we're watching it's just there was tons of these things on tape you know just all these gory movies like this and for this one to stand out from the other ones you know that was, was pretty good i was just thinking like like all that just gross stuff you could go to the video store and find you know like yeah how i kind of first came across this was lumping it in yeah, with all that it definitely was you know open up and opening up a whole new world that you didn't have you know a lot of uh, oh, yeah. access yeah. to, and you know yeah we just we we would just overdose and, on and all it this was stuff. international yeah yeah, yeah. Well, and, the first... and international is is the key for us because we're all Americans yeah. you know and to get all of this other stuff that we were, didn't have a whole lot of access to is just mm-hmm. it was just excellent and you know bad taste is a great example of that you know? as well as the New Zealand sense of humor which is very specific which is, yes it, yes I mean right from mm-hmm. that from that uh, there's a, a couple great scenes I remember is one where the the one guy he's like wrestling with the with the uh, the you know the evil alien. And it's like a head. He like rips his head and spine out, and the head and spine still trying to get him. So he steps on the spine, pulls off the head, and then drop kicks it out the window. And he's like, the old magic's still there. You know, <laughs> he was he played a he was a footballer. And then then the scene where they're passing around like the one alien. It's Peter Jackson. He like he's vomiting all this like green goo up chuck into this bowl and they're passing it around and taking sips and like the head of the aliens picks up he's like slurping he's like aren't i lucky i got a chunky bit you know so it's like <laughs> oh my yes yes fantastic yeah yeah his stuff i remember uh you know it was that uh was it uh what's the other one bad taste and then there was the one where dead i alive. dead alive dead alive yeah, yeah. I kick yeah, ass for the Lord. Hilarious. What was that? Dead Alive comes later, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 That, one, that one's even gorier. Scene. That 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 may be like the goriest movie right up the evil with the Evil Dead. But uh, yeah, Dead Alive is awesome. Too. Monster. Yeah. yeah. So 1980, 
1987 is uh, RoboCop. That's my, like, it's always, every time somebody says science fiction in 87, it's like, oh, RoboCop, that's when that movie, because that movie really blew me away. Like, it was so, like, the tone of it was such a comic book, but it had some serious shit that it was, like, really addressing. There's, you know, just all kinds of really cool stuff, and never doing it without, you know, by sacrificing a story. That whole uh, idea of using the media inside of that whole thing, you know, as part of telling the story and as part of what what they were experiencing in the movie and stuff. Yeah. So I just, to me, that was great science fiction, even though I don't know how plausible it is putting a dude, that much of a dude into a robot and having him live, you know? Um, but I mean, just some great, you know, great ideas and Kurtwood Smith can't go wrong as uh, Clarence Boddicker. What a great evil name. Yep. Uh, you see my face, Dick. He's trying to kill me. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, that was a great movie, yeah. RoboCop. Yeah. yeah, and then RoboCop Two had that high body count. You know, that was the record for high body count for uh, for many many years. Maybe it still has. It. I don't know. I think shoot 'em up. Might when have that first in that first one, yeah, the re- I was drawn to it too because I really liked Peter Weller. Oh yeah, I mean, perfect. I like his acting. Yeah. You know, I I just thought he was. I thought yeah, he was yeah. just really good. He had the mouth and, and yeah, the, those chin yeah, builds. Yeah. So, so yeah. and I, you know, I, he's pretty good. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was he's good. So- as much as Predator, or, uh, Predator, I just blew my own wad. Um, there you go. There he goes. Oh, oh, I took it. I took right. it. Full load and full money right. shot. All right, ladies and um, gentlemen, this is a sock alert. Get your socks. <laughs> I was uh, trying to say, as much as RoboCop is your 1987 movie, Predator is mine. Um, I, I just love this movie. The, the, yeah. the as, as you would say, the toxic masculinity. I love this it. movie. Bill Duke. It. Bill Duke. Uh, I mean, look at Dry that. Dry shaving. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Carl Weathers. Um, yeah, you know, and and it had some of the uh, the movie I, Rick, oh, Jesse the Body Ventura with these great lines. You're bleeding. I ain't love got time body. to bleed. Love, love, love him. <laughs> yes, he's fantastic. And yes. and what a what a great premise of a movie because you know for the first twenty minutes it does not feel like it's going to be a science fiction movie. It is a commando movie. It is a military movie. You know, and there's a lead team. And yeah. like then, I love how the predator is unveiled to the characters. Yes. So in the cast, it's a slow unveiling of you see that, you know, and, and the, the idea of this concept of this hunter alien species who punts and takes trophies like, oh, OK, that I don't think had been done in science fiction up to that point, creating this alien space, not to this extent, not to this clear extent. So, yeah, I, I love I love and I even like the remake, The Predator or Predators, rather, I think is a is a it was a really successful uh, version of that, but not not so much about the Predator Alien movies. Those are not so great. Yeah, I like the one yeah, that they. I did. like Predators. I, yeah. I, I thought it was a really good movie. Yeah, I me too. Predators. Um, when I first saw it, yeah, I liked it. And there again, I, I like the science kind of behind it. Um, and it's just you know, it's one of those those things too. You know, you got the little twist where, oh, if I if I remain completely still, he can't see me. You know, cool his body, in. and I went, his body. That, you know, be, temperature and covered in mud and the temperature, yeah, yeah. right, and, and then and remaining completely still. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just thought, you know, and I thought, oh, okay, there we go. You know, that's good. That's good. Good intelligent thinking there. You know, what was also one way to get but ugly motherfucker. <laughs> it was good though because he looked terrified when he's sitting there. You know, he like he doesn't look his like eyes, all badass. Yeah, they, yeah he's just like sitting eye, there, like yeah. oh, 
you know, yeah, it's uh, it's like I said, I yeah, I think it's like one of those kind of uh, pinnacle movies of like the, the Schwarzenegger and and that whole group or whatever. Um, just because of the way it does transform, you know, because you are just seeing this kind of machismo buddy, uh, you know, going in danger, and then all of a sudden, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and then they just use some really good, you know, uh, stereotypes too. You know, it really has like all the yeah. stereotype macho men, and then the, the Native American, you know, who's you know, a it's really great, a badass because he was in so many of those things before him. I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's you know, it's. Just a, it's interesting. So I change, I change it. it. 1987 is now the RoboCop and Predator. So. Oh, and Running Man. Ah. <laughs> We're gonna go with Schwarzenegger. Come on. Ah. Ah. 87 was his year. Come on, Fez. Let's fight. No. Charles no. the uh, the Schwarzenegger. Dawson. Schwarzenegger. Dawson. Got to pump you up with the running. <laughs> You're gonna get flabby unless you run like a man, like a running man in the game. It's uh, what what was that car uh, one that Corman did? Uh, Death Race. So it's just oh, basically Death a Death Race, Race 2000 yeah. game show. Death Race 2000. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. good. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, my go-to movie of the 1970 of 87 is Spaceballs. Balls, Spaceballs. Space Bulls. Space Bulls. Space Bulls, the movie. Right. You know, that's, it's one of those movies that in 1987, I watched it probably, and I think I watched it on VHS, and I went, ah, this is a pretty funny movie. And I just tried to watch it probably uh, two months ago or something, and I went, this is just a really fucking stupid movie. So, you know, I right. I have changed. <laughs> my, my sensibilities have the, changed. Yeah, sensibilities in the zeitgeist, right. Yes. Some yes. movies are great in their time. Yeah. And that's wonderful. Yes. I, I yeah, totally yeah. agree. Now, yeah. other Mel Brooks movies like Blazing Saddles will always be funny, I think, because it's not so dependent upon the zeitgeist or he's not making a parody of a specific movie as much as a genre. Right. You know, right. but yeah. Yeah. I got annoying hearing May the Schwartz be with you after about the sixth time. Like, I get it. Yeah. You the know. only the only redeeming quality to it is it has one of my favorite actors in it, Bill Pullman. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love Bill Pullman, and I think he's just great. <laughs> what about John Candy? Half dog, half man. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, he's pretty good at it, too. You're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, and are we forgetting Superman 4? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> All right. Okay, Fez. <laughs> this one's yours. Go for it. Oh, he unplugged. <laughs> Taking off. Uh oh, he ripped his headgear off. That's how bad that movie <laughs> is. No, no, Chris. No, please. Come on, it's a quest for peace. How bad can it be? <laughs> well, let me show you. You got a couple hours? Here, watch this. Yeah, yeah, sure. We're going to fly what's your name in space. What? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oof. You want some nukes in space, Mr. Luthor? <laughs> That's all you're missing. <laughs> So was that Christopher Reeve's last one? Yeah, that yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, it was not a great. So way it was to the to me. It was at the end of an ignominious career. I just, I'm sorry. I hated every one of those Superman movies. Every one of them. Really, even two. Uh, oh, I hated every. Two was one. like very much like a comic. Only book redeeming quality to any of them was when. Uh, oh, another one of my favorite actors is in, you know is uh, Gene Hackman. Oh, well, mm -hmm. I just you know. It, 
I'll watch him in that in any of those movies just because it's Gene Hackman. I the rest of it, I just think I just think they were they they were very poorly made. General Zod, that whole fight, that sequence was very much like a comic book. I don't care about the relationship. That wasn't that wasn't too bad. I like that scene. The scenes, the set looks nice. Actually, you're right. Yes, and I that that part of the movie I really like because it did feel like a comic book, very much like a comic book story. Um, very much like the Spider-Man with Dr. Octopus. It felt mm-hmm. like a comic book story. It wasn't yeah. good, but it felt like a comic book story. And that's that's the one thing I'll give the other movies. I, uh, eh, not so much. Um, but even seeing the, the really indulgent super director's cut of the first one, which is like, what, 19 hours or something. Um, and uh, <laughs> trying to watch like all the stuff happening with, um, you know, with Colonel uh, Kurtz on, uh, you know, being... Um, the last uh, second to last son of Krypton. Um, it just gets old. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a good attempt, but it wasn't, wasn't crazy. I love the first one. Uh, and I think the reason I like yeah. it, yeah, is because I love that Margot Kidder is like this cigarette smoking kind of hard ass a little bit. And, uh, and, and the acting of uh, Christopher Reeves, I think is brilliant. Like it's the subtleties of him transforming from Superman to, to uh, Clark Kent and how he maintains that acting, and then in that one scene, I, which Taking I think off is his so, glasses. Yeah, he, wait, yeah, he takes his glasses off and stands up straight, <laughs> and he hears her coming back in, and he literally puts the glasses on and goes back into that slouch. You're like, on fucking brilliant, <laughs> you know what I mean? The, and you can't forget that those are hypnagogic glasses too. So whenever he has them on, everybody <laughs> can't recognize him because it hypnotizes him. It, <laughs> it worked on me. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a tick thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was tick. This is a tick. Yeah. <laughs> Spoon! Spoon. <laughs> oh, the tick Wig. TV. The TV show was one of my favorite TV shows, man. The first it's one. Like, tick. Yeah, Tick. The uh, first TV yeah, show. No, no. What did he say? He goes, no offense intended. And he goes, none comprehended. <laughs> uh, okay, what about Creepazoids? One no. of my all-time favorite yeah, what movies. What about those I mean, the the artwork yes. is great. I want that as a poster. You know, the, the artwork. But you know, I mean, I mean that would have definitely like be uh, appealing to like my twenty-year-old self. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that monster with those. This is one of those David. This is David Decocteau. You should see the oh. uh, the the universe. Well, his whole universe. Right, and Linnea Quigley. So you know she's going to get naked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's how she made her living. Screaming and showing her boobs. Yeah. That's what I do, you know. So, have you made a living from it? God, well, bless d- define living. <laughs> True. You know, if someone gave me twenty bucks wants to put my shirt back on. I think that's making a living. <laughs> that's my side I'm such, gig. I'm such a whore. It's my yeah, my side boob gig. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> See, look at that. Yeah, uh-huh. That's my dance oh, that's my cool. dance club job. They pay me to put it all back on. Pay it down there. One at a time. Time to make it rain. In the old banana hammock. So so what about what about Amazon women on the moon? John Landis the That's another parody. Parody. Yeah, which I yeah. saw at the time and it was remotely it was okay. Even then it was, that's what I, it was yeah, mildly. That's what I thought. It wasn't that's great. Yeah, uh, I did Invisible Man. A good attempt that that kind of fell through in a lot of places. (laughs) The Invisible Man skit with Ed Bagley Jr. is hilarious. Yeah, Yeah, that is pretty good. (laughs) Just ignore it. (laughs) Oh, my. How did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Uh, Cherry 2000, which I just recently saw, like, like last year, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, which I'd never seen. I know that was a really big movie for Melanie Griffith. Showtime. And, yep. uh, yeah. But <laughs> it was like, eh, it was okay. Um, wasn't, wasn't too crazy about it. Yeah, it wasn't Galaxina. <laughs> right. <laughs> now there, we're talking high art. <laughs> High art is the key keyword. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just uh, remember that Cherry Two Thousand uh, at the video store had a great cover on it, like it was painted by some famous uh, one of the famous guys that did. Yeah, you know, looks and it looked like it was like that kind of like almost like a, a Bill Sienkiewicz style or something like oh, that. God, that almost I'm looking yeah. at the poster now. That looks like Bob Peake. If I didn't yeah, know that, some, yeah, that was who I was trying to think. Yeah. Yeah, the one who did the motion picture. Uh, oh, had these covers. Yeah, it's like an incredible cover for uh, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. And oh, usually God. they're not done with pictures; they're drawn images or painted images. They're not. Yeah, that's what those were. That's what I said that that it cover is really cool. I would. I was just looking at it again, and I'm like, oh shit! I want. True I want color. that poster. True artwork, yeah. yeah, I would like to have that poster. Yeah. Anything uh, else? Any of you? Nineteen eighty seven. The curse. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Will, oh, Will, is that the Hong video. Kong one or something? Will Wheaton no, is in it? No, no, no. It's not no, it's Will Wheaton, it's Quill Wheaton. The Quill Wheaton, yes. It's Quill Wheaton. Quill Wheaton. Quaint. Right. Well, Based on the color out of space. Yep. Yep. <laughs> minus oh, yeah, minus the that. Raging Cajun. <laughs> it's uh, directed by David Keith. My love. That's his first, uh, his directorial debut. No, I didn't realize he directed that. It's David Keith, not Keith David. Yeah, David Keith. David Keith is the uh, other guy, right? Yeah, Keith David was in was in the thing, right? Is that right? Yeah, and so in David, uh, David, they live. So David, yeah, David Keith is the other guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that, that that I mean, eighty yeah, eighty seven was an okay year. That's what, and as Tar said, you know, this has taken us back to uh, right in the middle of VHS, you know, mm-hmm. and just being able to to go to the store and get mystery movies. You know, I would go all the time and just oh, I've never heard of this movie, or I've oh, I've seen this movie in in uh, you know uh, Cinematech yeah. or something. You know, oh, okay, so I'm or, or read about in Film Threat. You know, one of the you know something like that. And say okay, uh-huh. you know, so and pick it up and watch it. Uh, we just recently did an episode. Of Santa Psych- Sangre. Santa Sangre was like that, you know. It was uh-huh. fits into that whole thing where you know you discovered it through VHS. Um, that was the yeah. opening opening to a, a a big world of of movies that was not previously available readily. And if and if your town or where you were buying videos was like mine, I mean, every every store that could fit another. 200 square feet of, of surface would put up videotapes to rent. Uh, there were four stores in my hometown that were selling videotapes, and one was a camera store. And they selling had or renting? Renting, rather. They were they yeah. had about 30, enough room for about 30 movies. They were all like the sci-fi, sword and sorcery kind of garbage. <laughs> um, the main place, it was there was a place that they sold um, they sold appliances, and I, I knew the girl. Uh, I was friends with her, and her family owned it. And they had like movies, unless it was like a brand new release, they had like a few new releases that were like $2, but everything else was a buck. And so like, I didn't feel so bad about paying a buck for a movie that ended up being garbage. So, and yeah, it was like, yeah. they, had a, they had a program, like you rent like six movies, you get one free or something like that, you know? So it was like, I would go, I would go there and get a stack of a bunch of movies. And that was like my weekend. Like, okay, I got, 
I got all kinds of stuff to watch. And they had crazy, a lot of psychotronic stuff. Yes. You know, it was like whatever, because everyone was so hungry to watch something. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what these movies are. I, I got to check them out. I was just like you there, uh, Feather, Professor Feather. So, yeah, that's a great era. Yeah, it was back when we we still had foraging. You know what I mean? It was like, even though yes. they, it opened up, you know, like now I spend more time adding shit to my lists and not watching anything <laughs> and then not yeah. being able to decide what the fuck to watch, you know? Um so yeah, I, I I miss that quite a bit, just being able to and then I also have been getting back into buying physical media again, just like having a, a Blu-ray or, you know, now I'm looking at, you know, if it's gonna be four K or whatever that that is. But even the old I don't even care. Because I can watch a, a DVD uh on my Blu-ray player on the big you know, high res high definition screen, it still looks good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh I think it's I think yes. yeah, it still looks amazing. The and I think sometimes the, the Blu rays look too good. Um, they look too sharp, you know, and it's like, uh, especially with my one television that does 120 hertz only. I can't downsize it to 60, which is like much uh, more forgiving. So everything looks like it was a soap opera shot, you know, like soap opera. So I'm watching like the old uh, Star Wars movies and it literally the lighting is atrocious because it's so clear and, you know, it's too, it's too crisp. Um, so I, I literally have to go and go to the blur setting to blur everything <laughs> for when I'm watching uh, those Blu-rays, uh, and it, it actually just looks normal. Then, but yeah, that's uh, that's good stuff. So, are we going to move on to eighty-seven, or are we going to cut that we and move it to a or, or eighty-eight? I mean, uh, yeah, we are. We're, we're at eighty-seven. <laughs> We're, we're not going to talk about Masters of the Universe. We're not going to talk about Inner Space. We're just, we're just going to let those go Okay. For... What do you oh, got? There we go. Masters. <laughs> I forgot about Masters of the Universe. Terrible. There Terrible we go. movie. Terrible. Yes. So Inner sad. Space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not Dante. It's not one of his better ones. But it's, it's I mean... I mean, if you want to, if, if you're a real big Martin Short fan... <laughs> yeah. Enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was. I think the first time I saw it, I, I went, "Oh, this is okay." You it's know? cute, yeah, but it's cute. Yeah, there, there you go. It's cute. It's a cute movie. It's my favorite Jiminy Glick movie. No. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but Masters of the Universe. Oh, oh man, <laughs> so disappointing. So like, wow. so disappointing. You're like, you, yeah. you're like, okay, five minutes in their own world, and then they come to our world for the rest of. Yeah. The, you're like, what? Yeah, and then you know Dolph Lundgren, come on. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Great actor. Frank Great actor. Uh, Frank Vangelo's okay. Yeah, uh, but ooh. Dolph Lundgren. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. No, yeah. just no. I don't even think he. I, he even just looks weird. I don't care. He just looks weird to me. Uh, he comes back in the Expendables, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Ivan Drago and Rocky are back together. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any problem with him. I just didn't like him as it, that movie was just shit. So it didn't really matter. You know, it was just the dumbest premise. Uh, whatever. But wasn't uh, Billy Barty? Wasn't he Orko? <laughs> was he? I, I think he was, was, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if it wasn't, it should have been. Oh, yeah. No, it was Billy. Uh, who's the other one? Yeah, Billy Curtis. Billy. Oh, was it? <laughs> Billy Curtis, All right? No, no, no. Terror, like Tiny Town. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Another blatant tarn feather episode. Oh, uh, Billy Barty was in Legends, wasn't he? Yeah. Or Legend. Yeah. 
Does that finish up the 87 now? Well, I don't know. Dr. Head, what about Wicked City? Um, I liked Wicked City at the time. I was you know, really big into anime, and I still mm-hmm. like it. I just haven't watched it very much. In a much. while. I probably haven't yeah. seen it since probably that around that time. But uh, you I, know, I, I, Did you see the Hong Kong uh, live action? Of Wicked City? No. Oh, you know, maybe Version? I did. Maybe one time back but yeah. I, I remember you know it's i, really I would love anime so I, i'm sure i know i had it she uh um, one of the creatures <laughs> one of the creatures morphs in his girlfriend or whatever more person being as he's playing it and fucks her oh is it the hand the <laughs> hentai hilarious. yeah dark yeah. horror dark fantasy uh, yeah this was all live action she turns into a motorcycle oh, okay. and yeah oh. it's wow it's goofy that's nice. Yeah, I don't Especially remember much about this. Kong, I mean, but I had all, all the anime <laughs> I could find. Um, you know, uh, but I'm I'm sure I liked it at one time. I just yeah, I, I I just was curious because I uh, you know remember it, but mm-hmm. I don't remember. You know, I'd have to see it again. Yeah. I'd like to kind of check no, out just don't. see how it holds up. Yeah, probably, well, who knows? Yeah, it does. I remember it about as much as I remember Steel Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be in a lot of these movies. Yeah. Not Red Dawn. Like, oh, not Red Dawn, but Steel Dawn. Steel Dawn. Or the Stepford Children. Uh, you know, I don't think I saw that. I saw the Stepford Wives. Oh, when, yeah. Probably in the 90s. That, yeah. And I just was like, okay, I was unimpressed. Yeah. Um, like, oh, that's what I said, huh? Okay. Didn't they remake that? Yeah. Yeah. See, un- there, there un- we go. Unnecessarily, right? The, yeah. It wasn't that good of a. It wasn't that good project, to begin with. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know. So let's yeah. remake it. Yeah. We'll make it better. Right? Yes, exactly. Silly Hollywood. What do they know? We'll use kids. So that it? Are we so done with the I think, 87? I think wow. 87. I Stay think... tuned for the next episode, which will finish up the 80s in science fiction. Did anybody else see Slave Girls? Is that 1987? Oh. Yes. Yes. Uh, Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. Right. I don't think I ever saw it. So no, I don't think no. I have you. No, I, I probably would it. have rented it. I mean, I like the premise that's based on the most dangerous game. Oh, yeah. Which is really great. But I <laughs> I would have thought, you know, just from the uh, title, thinking, oh, this is going to be exploitation. I, I certainly want to watch this. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it. Yeah, I, I might have, but then and just, you know, put it out of my head. Maybe on. Yeah. Oh, right. it was one I saw. Project X. Did you with Matthew Broderick? Uh, oh yeah, I remember seeing that. It was on HBO or something like that. We had HBO back yeah, in the with day. With a monkey. Yeah, yeah. He works yeah. at the Air Force Base. He had a they're, monkey with him. They're protecting the yeah the the, the monkeys that like, are doing for like space, uh, you know, space trials or spaceship. Right. Oh yeah. You know, now I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had a hell on the, <laughs> the apes, <laughs> and yep. they're trying to protect this monkey, and and it's a, one of those kind of. Uh, you know, kind of things where they realize. Hell and chimpanzee. Yeah, yeah, they're going to go up in space, and he tries. To, he doesn't want the monkey to die, and yeah, yeah, there's a whole yeah. thing. You know, yeah, yeah. Not to my monkey. <laughs> That's right. That's not the. Going to liberate my monkey. monkey. That's not my monkey. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to watch me? Well, there. No, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my timing is perfect. You have been listening to 
The Running Man edition. <laughs> it's not a 2B. <laughs> it will be on. Get to the chopper. Sane Radio at gmail.com. Send us all those glowing emails that we continually get. They're getting a little glowy. A little boring. <laughs> We're getting so many of them. Um, you can find Unsane Radio on uh, iTunes, uh, Blueberry, uh, probably someplace else. Uh, you can our Dingleberry. Ink Dingleberry. Yeah, that's a good one. We're on Dingleberry. Um, low-hanging fruit. Um, unsaneradio.com go there and you can listen to every episode read all the blurbs in case you don't want to read you know listen to it you can read the, the description and move on and look at all the cool pictures um, that's about it for Unsane oh no I take that back We Unsane Radio is on Facebook and Unsane Radio is also on Twitter we have such a we probably have I think it's, I think it's up to 12 million followers on Twitter so just you know if you get in there and you put a message up you know it'll take us a while and, then... <laughs> and don't forget, Tar, are you up? Tar and Feathers Psycho Cinema. Tar and Feathers Psycho Cinema. Oh, yeah. Get your goodness <laughs> <did> now. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to Vimeo and yeah, watch all kinds of You can find us shorts. at Tar and Feathers Psycho Cinema. There's, yeah. selected, there's Vimeo. selected episodes Select up on Vimeo. Yeah, yeah. and watch uh, and they're yeah. hysterical. They really are. And uh, yeah, you can I don't know find, who writes uh, your material, but that, you know that guy's pretty funny. So. Yeah. <laughs> Not so bad. The acting. Eh. <laughs> Speaking of, eh, Mark We're just come arrived. I went to the Dolph Lundgren School of Acting. There you go. I will. I will break. I'm you. ready for my close-up, Mr. Burris. <laughs> And uh, don't forget, heavy, heavy metal, metal, metal horror, unsaneradio.com, and on our Sunday, YouTube Sunday, page, Sunday. Heavy Metal Horror Podcast, and on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast, and Instagram, Montag Lewis, one word. And don't forget to check out We Freaks on Facebook, W-E-E-F-R-E-K-Z, a weekly webcomic that'll tickle your funny bow. That's it. <laughs> Mark all? Justice Ryder again on Facebook. I did. I know. We'll I'm. I'm reiterating. Mark Reiterate. Justice Ryder. Go to Mark go to Justice. Amazon. Go to yes. and and uh, type in Mark Justice and all and all of his this plethora of, uh, I, I, of novels will I've just pop up. And not only novels, he also has a nonfiction book too called yeah. What's it called Toxic Toxic. And I also have Gage Black, Hell's Revenge, and yes. Death's Head, The Eye of Samity. I know, product placement for our Roku channel. <laughs> Buy my books, motherfuckers. Find Midnight Gadfly on MySpace and on Vine uh, and on Friendster. Come visit me. Be my Friendster. Email me at Hotmail. <laughs> it's Hotmail. It's <laughs> Hotmail. 